Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hallelujah, we praise you. Hallelujah, all the glory, God. None like you, Father. Hallelujah, we lift you up. We praise your name, God. Hallelujah. Lord, we look to you, for this is the day that you have made. We have come to rejoice and be glad in it. We look to you, go God. As a supplier of all of our needs, we look to you to forgive us of all sin right now, God. No matter what they are, all sin, transgression, and iniquity, we ask you to forgive us right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for having your way in, around, and through us and allowing us to rest in you, O oh God, allowing us to rise up early to seek your face in the name of Jesus, to speak those things that be not as though they were in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you right now for everyone who is already on the line, Father God, and those who are not will be calling in in Jesus' name. Lord, we have one mind to wake up to worship you, to hear your word, to take part in prayer, God. We pray for those who don't get up early with us, God, but they desire to know you. Give them the strength, give them the time, Lord. Lord, even those who stay up late, we ask you to watch over, bless them, and keep them as spending time in your word. Give them your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus so that they may be edified, lifted up, and they may be able to encourage someone else in your word in the name of Jesus. We praise you right now, God, for everyone who has gone through a surgery, that you guided the doctor's hands, you guided thoughts in Jesus' name, that no one has to have any adverse side effects in Jesus' name. Nobody has to deal with any medications for pain, God. You make it all subside in the name of Jesus. We pray for those who have breathing concerns right now, God, those who have high high blood pressure and extremely low blood pressure where the doctors are concerned, God. We ask that you regulate it all in Jesus' name. Keep their mindset on you, see you said, to meditate on your word day and night, God, so that we can observe to do according to all that is written therein. Let us do every word of it, Father God, not justifying our actions to make it seem like they're right based on your word, God, not doing things that we are unsure of are displeasing to your sight, Father God, but striving be more like you all the days of our life, God, striving 
to exalt your name, Father God, to be humble before you in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. We praise you right now, God, for all of the leaders on this prayer line this morning in Jesus' name, no matter how they're leading, no matter where they are, God, let them know that you are there with them to keep them in all of their ways. God, you are there to order their steps, to direct their pathways in Jesus' name. You are there to encourage them when they feel down in the name of Jesus. You are there to lift them up. When they feel like there's no way out, Father, have your way in Jesus' name. We pray for each teacher, God, each student as the school year comes to an end, Father, that you keep them all close to you in your arms. Lord, give every child an opportunity to hear your word, Lord. There are still people who don't know you, still people who have never experienced true worship and praise, Father. Put people in their life where they can experience your presence and realize that the missing part that they are feeling right now, God, that they have been feeling for a while is you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for giving us all faith the size of a mustard seed so that we can move mountains, God. We praise and magnify you, Lord, that as we seek your face, Lord, you said, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So we thank you, Lord, that as we seek your kingdom, you add to us daily, every minute, every hour of what we need in Jesus' name. We don't have to wait, God, because even your time when we believe is too late is always on time in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for healing those sicknesses and diseases that we may not even think about on a regular basis, God, hernias in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for healing asthma. Thank you for healing earaches, God. Thank you for healing headaches in Jesus' name. Thank you for healing aching muscles, Father, the sciatic nerve that's causing people not to be able to move around properly in Jesus' name. We come against all forms of allergies in the name of Jesus, seasonal allergies, medicine allergies, food allergies, God, allergies to insects and uh, bees Lord, whatever it is, Lord, you created our bodies after your image and likeness, God. We, I don't read, read in my Bible that you were allergic to anything, God. Lord, but we know that sin caused all of this to come in, Father. So we ask you to forgive us again, God. Forgive us of all sin in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you right now, Father God, for those who standing in the gap for someone who may not be able to talk. Give them the words to pray in Jesus' name. Lord, I hold up these young women who have become pregnant out of wedlock that you that they understand that you give life in Jesus' name. You are the one who bless us with children because you said in your word that they are a gift from you, God. 
But let them not feel guilty about it, God, to, to the point where they don't want to keep the child. Let them not feel guilty to the point where they listen to the negativity around them in Jesus' name. Give them positive people in their lives, God, to mentor them, to encourage them, to help them in their time of need in Jesus' name. Lord, we all need encouragement and help, so we thank you for our friends that are like biological brothers and sisters in our lives that's going, that are going to stick by us no matter what, God. We thank you for the older women teaching the younger women in Jesus' name according to your word. We thank you, Father, that the older men will teach the younger men how to be heads of their households, God, and let us teach the women how to submit to their own husbands in Jesus' name. And not to put them down, not to speak negative about the ones that we face every day in Jesus' name. Lord, there are still young people who are yet preparing for prime and graduation. Continue to keep them safe in your arms, God. Lord, there are still children going missing, Father. We pray that they will be returned to their families healthy and whole without any mental stress and disorders in Jesus' name. Lord, there are still people who have murdered spirits, we bind it right now and send it back to the pits of hell where it belongs in Jesus' name. We pray right now, Father God, for those who feel like, who know that they're a part of a family, but feel like that they don't have a support system. God, give them your support system, your word in Jesus' name. We continue to pray for those who are speaking and teaching your word, Father God, but they are doing it on their own accord with their own motives in the name of Jesus. Change their mindset. Change their reason for doing it, Father God to know that you are the reason that they are standing before your people, God. You are the one that they should be teaching and preaching about in the name of Jesus. We pray for those students who are to take final exams, Father God. No matter where they are, every exam, every paper, every project, give them and the ones helping them wisdom and knowledge on how to complete it in such a way that they have more understanding than their teachers, according to Psalm 119.99, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Give them what they're asking for to pass that test. As you said in Mark eleven twenty two through 24, God, that all things are possible to those who believe, Father. So we're standing believing in Jesus' name that you're adding to the church daily. We're standing believing that they can and they will pass that test, Father. God, they will complete that project in a timely manner. They will be successful in everything that they put their hands to. In the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, Father God that all of the things that have been created to come against us, to to destroy us, will not prosper in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the elderly who are living alone, God. You be their comfort. You be their friend. You be the one that they can talk to right now in Jesus' name. We pray for caregivers, Father God. It's not easy being a caregiver, so we ask you to strengthen them physically and spiritually in the name of Jesus and let them not get weary in well-doing. Help them to remember that they will reap uh, what they sow, Father God. 
that you will bless them because of their faithfulness. You will bless them because of their dedication, Father. We continue to pray for those who are grieving in Jesus' name, who have lost loved ones, who are having a difficult time dealing with it when the anniversary of their death comes up, Father God, who are having difficulty dealing with ones that happened recently in Jesus' name. Just wrap your arms around them in the name of Jesus so that they can feel your love, your power, your peace that passes all understanding in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you right now, Father for watching over those who are in law enforcement, the police officers, the firefighters, God, the lawyers, the judges. Help them to do it in such a way that they are unbiased in Jesus' name, not showing favoritism. As you are no respecter of persons, God, let us not be respecter of people either in the name of Jesus, but let us enforce the rules and regulations of the land that we may abide in them in the name of Jesus. Abide by them, O oh God that you are pleased with what we're doing. Because you said, Lord, even with our finances, our taxes, God, to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to give to you what belongs to you, oh God, let us do it the right way in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for those whose houses may be in the position of being foreclosed upon, God. You make a way where they can continue to live there, God. You pay what needs to be paid in the name of Jesus. We pray for those who are in prison, that you will send your ministers to go in to preach a gospel so that they won't be uh, locked up spiritually, God, even though the consequences of their actions have caused them to have to be locked up physically in Jesus' name. Free their minds, God to think thoughts that are pleasing to you. Free their hands to worship and praise you. Free their feet to dance like David danced in Jesus' name. Free their hearts to receive your words so that you could bring forth fruit in their lives that can be seen by everyone they come in contact with in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, let me not forget to pray for the one that's going to minister your word this morning. Open our hearts and minds to receive it that we will be able to meditate on it as we go throughout this day and even throughout this week, oh God. Let them speak your word with clarity. Let there be no interruptions on this airway in Jesus' name. Lord, if it is your will that we continue this fast throughout the summer, that you be glorified in Jesus' name. Whatever you ask the man of God to do, God, let us be obedient with the vision that you have set before him because you said to make it plain and write it so that those who read it may run with it, God. Let us be the ones who read it and run with it to carry it out, to be obedient to what you have called us all to do in Jesus' name. Lord, let us hear your voice. Make us more sensitive to what you want us to do individually and as a group in Jesus' name. And we will always be mindful to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Thank you. you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings, for this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. 
God bless you, woman of God, for prayer. God bless all of you that oppress your way into the kingdom of God, that we may uplift the name of Jesus, because there is no other name given under heaven whereby men can be saved, but by the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, this morning we have Minister Latoya Holbrook. Are you on the line? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. God bless you. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Father God in heaven, Lord Jesus, I come humbly before you, Lord God, asking you, Lord God, to forgive for any sin, transgression, or iniquity. Now, Father, I ask you right now, God, use me according to thy will and thy purpose, Father. Unravel my thoughts, Lord God. Fill my mouth with your blood, Jesus, Father. And let this word, God, in which you have given me, Lord God, touch your people's heart, Lord. For this is something that you have been laying on my heart for the last three weeks, Lord God. Father, help me to deliver it to your people. Now, Father, I ask that you cover the man of God and the woman of God of the house, our apostle and our first lady, God. Cover them, keep them, Lord Jesus, and bless them. And each and every minister that is on the line, God, that you will continue to use them for your kingdom's work, God, to do the great things in which you need done in this time, Lord God. Father, I just thank you, I praise you, and I exalt your holy name, God. In your mighty son, Jesus Christ's name, we do I do pray. Amen. I'll be coming to you today from Colossians 3, verses 1 through 15. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid within Christ, with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear in, with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affections, evil confidence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things seek, things sake, the wrath of God cometh of the children of disobedience. And thee which ye also walk some time, when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man which is dead and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgive one another if any man have quarreled against any. Even if Christ forgave you, so also do ye forgive. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to the, the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Thanks today I'm coming before you dealing with healing and forgiveness. This has been a topic that God has been dealing with me for the last three weeks about. It's been heavy and strong on me. And there's two things that work, two different kinds that work. These two things work together, forgive me. They run hand in hand. 
In order for you to get one, you must get the other. You must do the other. And there's two different types, and they both actually work together that I'm going to deal with. In order to be completely healed, you must forgive. For some of us, we must forgive ourselves as well as those who have done things to us. And sometimes when the hurt happens, we push it under the rug, trying to push it to the back of our mind and say, we're going to deal with it later. Kind of like when you tell a child to clean up their room, Sometimes they'll push things under a rug or stuff things in a closet. And we as Christians, sometimes we do that because we feel like it's part of the life. But God's saying, no, I want you to give it to me. And so we have to not just push it under the rug. We have to actually deal with it. And the only way to, you're going to deal with this and the only way this is going to happen is sometimes God places us in a place where we actually have to face it, a place where we're quiet, a place where there's nobody but us and God. And at this moment, God is saying, give me all your hurt. Give me all your pain. Give me that which is hurting you so that I can heal you. But in that process, we must forgive those who have hurt us. Let God have all the hurt and allow him to remove it so that the process of forgiveness can take place. It says in Matthew 6 and 14, say, for if ye forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Let go and let God have your hurt, whether it's a past relationship, family members, rape, molestation, or abuse, give it all to God. God has had me dealing with people on this for the, even yesterday. A young man talked to me yesterday. He had got to the point where he was dealing with his hurt. God took him back to a place where he had to face it in order to get through it. And he didn't understand why God had him facing all this hurt, but he had to deal with it because there were people he needed to repent to, but also he had to forgive himself because he blamed himself for his hurt. And God's saying, no, I want you to give all that to me. He was carrying it around like a yoke on his neck. And sometimes we as saints, when we go through things, we carry this burden. It's like a big yoke on our neck. And we're walking around with this hurt. We're smiling, but people don't understand the hurt that is inside of us. And God is saying, I want that. In order for you to be effective in my ministry and to do what I've called you to do, you've got to give me that which is hurting you. You've got to lay it at my feet. God is a big God. He can handle it. We serve a mighty and an awesome God, and he's telling you, lay it at his feet. He's saying, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Give it to God and give him your burden. And then in Peter 5 and 7, God knows your past. He's saying, I know who you are, and I know what you've been through. Give it all to me. I want all of you, your past mistakes, your past hurt, even if it was it was." Last week, it's the past. Forgive yourself because God has forgiven you. And then there's the people that we sometimes feel like somebody has done us wrong. 
And sometimes it has, there has a situation that has taken place, but a simple conversation will change that. It was a disagreement that went too far, and all you needed to do was have a conversation. But in that con- because of the fact that you allowed the devil to get in play, that conversation became a big burden, a big problem, because now there's a bunch of mess that has stirred up in your mind. The devil begins to play with your mind, telling you that the person that's out to get you or the person that has meant to do you wrong, when it really and it was a simple conversation that needed to fix it. But when you let go, let it go that far, the devil will have its play and begins to play in your mind. And the only person that should have control of your mind is God. The only person should be allowed to deal with your mind is God. And some of these circumstances are not even real. Some people begin to deal with this, and it's like almost like they become like mentally unstable. Their mind begins to drag up things that really never happen. It's like they get this list in their mind. I call it a hurt list, where they're telling up all the things that a person has done to them. And even if it's something simple that it's like, I'm adding it. I'm checking it off. I'm checking it off. And now this has built up a whole bunch of animosity and anger against somebody. And yet it's really not real to the point that you wind up with mental illness or sickness in your body that really never was meant to happen. But because you gave place to the devil and allowed him to have control of your mind and, and play with it, now you're dealing with, dealing with schizophrenic medicine, uh, dealing with... Uh, bipolar disabilities where people are putting you in mental hospitals in your body, your blood pressure is, is going crazy and you're getting sick in your body and you don't understand what's going on because of the fact that you hold all this hurt and animosity over something that could have been easily solved in a simple conversation. And still, the devil is having a field day with your mind but all you do, all you need to do is let God have it and forgive. It said, forgive your brother so that Christ can forgive you. In Philippians 2 and 5, it said, let this mind which is in Christ also be in you. So you must have the mind of Christ in order for God to do what he needs to do in you. You must allow God to have his way in you. And God is saying, I want the hurt. I want all that has caused you to be hindered in my ministry and hindered you from moving forward to the next step. Sometimes hurt is so strong that it will cause you to stay in a place where nobody can get to you and nobody can help you, yet you're functioning, but yet you're really not functioning. Because now this hurt has taken control of your mind and everybody is You're scared to trust, you're scared to love, and you're scared to move forward. In 2012, God placed me in a place where I had to face hurt that happened to me in 2008. Because I never dealt with it, God had to place me in a place where I had to seek him and I had to trust him in order for that hurt to be dealt with. And God will place us in a place where we have to allow him to remove all of that to take all of that and remove it out of us in order for him to have his way in us and us to be effective in the ministry. 
So many people are walking around with so much hurt in them that it's causing them to be hindered and not grow. They're spiritually being stumped and not being able to flow in God's ministry and wondering why nothing is happening, nothing is flowing, and nothing is changing because there's that thing that is that one that thing that is laying in your heart and in your mind that is having its way with you because of the fact that God you're not allowing God to heal you and allowing God to move in your life and again you must forgive in the midst of all this and sometimes we have to forgive ourselves because of the fact that we feel like we shouldn't have allowed that to happen we should not have allowed that situation in our life but God is saying I have forgiven you you must forgive yourself and sometimes in doing so, we must understand that we are at a place of being transformed in that, in, that, in that situation. We are a place where God can finally move if we allow him to, if we allow ourselves to be placed in a place of healing. Sometimes things happen and they cause our life to spiral, and we do things that we never thought we would do because we acted out of our hurt. We do things that we never knew were possible because of the fact that we are letting our hurt have its way and not allowing God to heal us. But today, saints, I ask you to allow God to heal your heart, heal your mind and your spirit, man, and flow with you and allow you to go to the next level so that you can be an effective member in God's body, so that he can use you in a way to minister. Now the hurt that was once holding you bound has become your testimony, has become the one thing to drive you to help other people to come out of their hurt, to come out of the place where they are being hindered and allowing you to move forward in your life and help others to move forward in theirs. No longer is it your hindrance, but now it's your testimony. And allow God to use you in that way. And today, saints, I ask that you allow your hurt to be removed and allow God to truly heal you so that you can be able to move to the next level. And in doing that, forgive those who have done you wrong because forgiveness is something great. It ain't just for the person, but it's for you also because it, it frees you. If you become free like you've never known before. And I hope that the things that I've said to you have touched you in some way and ministered to your heart some way because of the fact that Hurt is powerful. Hurt will destroy a family. Hurt will destroy a relationship. You'll go into a relationship and thinking that you over the hurt, but in reality, you just covered it up. You just shoved it under the rug, and you have not actually dealt with that hurt. And that hurt can destroy you when you least expect it. It can destroy an awesome relationship because of the fact that you never dealt with the hurt that happened 20 years ago. You never faced it. You never allowed God to truly remove it out of you. So now it comes back up when you least expect it. So when that person does something, you've had that list you've tallied up that has caused you to sit there. It has sat there in the back of the mind, and you didn't even know you was tallying it, but you were. And it has now hindered your next step. It has now hindered the blessing in which God is trying to give you. But if you allow God to remove the hurt and allow God to heal you and you forgive, then God can flow in your life. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me this day, Lord God, to deliver your word, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for using me according to your will and your purpose, Father God in heaven, Lord Jesus. 
Father, this day, cover your people as they go out, Lord God. Use them, Lord God to minister unto someone, Lord. Father, help us to release the hurt unto you, Lord God. You said if we cast it upon you, then, God, you will take it, Lord Jesus. Now, Father, I ask you right now, God, cover the, cover the children, Lord God, as they go out this day, Lord Jesus. Minister, Lord God, into their hearts and put a hedge of protection around them, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you, I praise you, and I exalt your holy name. In your mighty son Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, bless the Lord, thanks. Bless the Lord. Notice what Paul said to the Colossian church. If you're dead in Christ or you be risen with Christ, your sins are forgiven. Not only that, beloved, we can learn to forgive when we walk in Christ Jesus. God bless you, woman of God. I pray that the Lord would touch all of your heart to understand that forgiveness is the powerful key. Christ Jesus, our Lord. Jesus said it on the cross, Father, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Listen, he cried for help for those that have crucified him. We must do the same thing. Remember, today is fasting. Let's try to keep our minds set on the things of the kingdom of God. Go through your spiritual mind and begin to confess all unhidden sin, that thing that have held you bound or holding you bound, that God will forgive you as well as you will forgive others in Christ Jesus. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks till Thursday morning. God's willing to tell a neighbor, let's get up. Let's get on the prayer line. Let's hear what God has to say. There's always a nugget in every message that we must receive from the Lord. It may not be all for you, but there's going to be a nugget in every message that will bless your soul and your life. Hey, till Thursday morning. It's your Apostle Keith Brooks. I'm out. God bless you. We're fasting, praying one for another. Have a blessed day.